Hey guys, Troy Dooley, the Beachside CEO, and it's a little chilly in Destin, Florida today. So I am uh, wearing the beanie uh, because it's like 36 with a wind chill of 32. And I know some of you are laughing right now and saying that's like not cold. Well, it is down here. So there you go. Hey, I want to talk to you guys today about something that I think is important. It's about a lawsuit. I'm not, I'm not taking sides in the lawsuit. Don't care about that. But there are some educational points from this lawsuit that I think are very pertinent. Now, this lawsuit uh, has to do there, there with several entities. It has to do with the stock of a company called Sharing Services Corporation. They're the parent company of Elevosity, Elepreneurs. Uh, I think they've changed the name now to the Happy Companies uh, is who they are. Um, uh, Garrett McGraw is, is the individual that actually uh, oversees that now. It used to be Keith Halls. And, and before that, the company was owned by uh, Jordan Brock and Robert Oblon. Uh, they had control of it through their their uh, company called Alchemist Holdings, which is, here's the deal. This is between Ricky Durant, this lawsuit, and Jordan David Brock of Alchemist Holdings. So, so you got all this, I know it's a little drama right now, but in this lawsuit, Ricky, who was a top distributor inside the company, is asking a company owner who owns preferred stock and common stock, hey, I want to buy some stock from you. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah, you can buy the stock from me. Uh, $250,000 to get you 600,000 shares. Okay, cool. Where do I wire the money? I'll just wire it to my personal account. Great. Now, I don't know where this conversation took place. Could have been at a pub over beers. Could have been shooting whiskey. Um, could have been at church. Could have been in the bathtub. I don't have a clue. What I know is there was no signed agreement when this takes place. All due to what Ricky put in this lawsuit because Ricky's suing Jordan Brock. When I looked at this, it's like, well, you know, sucks to be you was my thought. You should be a better business person. And then I got to thinking, no, we need to do a video on this because anyone, any of us could end up in this position. We're a top rep in a publicly traded company. Life is good. We're going great. We've, we've bumped elbows with the owners and they say, hey man, you want to buy some stock from me? Yeah. Okay. Wire me the funds. Where do you want me to? I'll just wire it to my personal account. See, we're just human by nature, and, and we want to feel accepted. We want to be on the inside. We want to have friends, so we wire the money, and this is how every con takes place. This is where every mistake and failure that we make takes place, is we let our guard down. We think we know what's going on. We don't want to, we don't want to do the due diligence, and we, we make the play. Now, there's several things in this situation here we need to look at. Number one, in Ricky's case, let's look at this from Ricky's standpoint because he's the one that filed this, and I think this is very important. This is a publicly traded company. You need to call your attorney. You need to get on the phone with your broker. You need to be on, on in, in, in communication with someone who understands the securities laws because if Jordan Brock, who is an insider in the company. He owns preferred stock, 26 million shares of stock that he owns. You can't just move that stock without filing certain paperwork. Now, some will say, well, Troy, it's only 600,000 shares. Uh, that isn't even 5% of his holdings. Does that really matter? It may not. However, there may be agreements that are made with sharing services where it does matter. He may not have total control of that stock, 
due to the legal proceedings. And at one time, the legal proceeding was, did he really actually have control of Alchemist Holdings? Could he actually move any of the assets? And, and at one time, that was all being held in trust. There were lawsuits. There was all kinds of stuff going on. These are things that you need to know because you've got to make sure the stock is unencumbered. You've got to make sure he actually has the right to sell that stock. The fact that on all the corporate paperwork for sharing services, it shows Alchemist Holdings as the, as the primary owner with Jordan Brock being the director or the manager of the company. You should never wire funds to a personal account. Now, one of the things that I don't know in here is, is according to the lawsuit, the money that was wired was $250,000. According later on, because in the beginning, he didn't have any agreement in place except whatever this handshake type agreement was. The agreement said $220,000. So you have a $30,000 discrepancy in the actual what I wired to a personal account for a corporate transaction and the final stock purchase agreement. So you stop right there and say, wait, wait, wait a minute. Where's my other 30 grand? Now, if, if a deal was cut where, you know, this was, hey, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take 30000 for myself and we're going to put on the books, it's only 220000 and that's that's what you paid for the stock. Okay, if there's any kind of deal like that, and, and there's nothing wrong with a deal like that. Let me be very, very clear here. There, not, not, but you need to disclose all this. And, and right now, you, you don't have any disclosure. According to, to what we see in the lawsuit, uh, Ricky didn't do any due diligence prior to entering into the agreement. And then once he, once he sent the money, he called his broker and said, hey, how long does it take for this to get into my account from, from what we read in here? And that's part of that I'm reading between the lines because he just said he talked to a broker about how long it would take to transfer the shares. And he said it could take up to six months. Now, now bear with me here. Let's back up a little bit, about five minutes, when I said you need to do due diligence prior to this. Because with the lawsuits, with, with the stock, with, with Jordan being an insider, you need to make sure that that stock could even be transferred within six months. In most cases, it doesn't take that long. I have been hired to sit on boards of publicly traded companies that, that are in all kinds of businesses, the, the hospitality, CBD, network marketing. And a lot of times they'll say, Troy, we'd like to give you shares as well. And within days, most of the time, that's, that's in my account and that's the way that works. So there's a lot of stuff that's happening here that Ricky didn't know. He's just ignorant, it looks like. And, and a lot of times that's exactly how we get our butts in trouble. We see this in, the, in sports figures, we see it in celebrities, and we definitely see it in Main Street entrepreneurs like us, where we're just excited about getting going and then something goes south. And that's kind of what happened here. So we're going to watch this lawsuit, but here's what I want you guys to take away from this today. A, never wire any money that's for a corporate transaction to someone's personal account, ever. If they don't have a business account set up and they're telling you that they got this business and they own stock in this publicly traded company, then you need to go do your due diligence. You need to say, look, we're just not going to do this. I'm going to have my attorney. Uh, you put the money in trust and my attorney will send it to you. You bring in everybody that you have to. And I've done that. You guys know, anybody that follows me, Thompson Burton is, is my corporate. He's been my personal attorney. When we do major crap like this, I'm always going to him for advice. He will act as my trustee. He will put money in his trust account. He'll separate out everything that needs to go down. That's just the way this works. You don't play this game. 
you folks that, that have been very successful in direct sales, if somebody comes to you with a business development agreement, okay, you, look, whether, whether you're providing the agreement and saying, look, I'll pay you if you come over here, or, or you're saying, hey, pay me and I'll come over here. I don't care which it is. It better be in writing and you better understand what's going on. I've got an associate of mine. We are not, he's not a client. We've never been in business together. But he's, I mean, when he does a BDA with people, everybody signs it, everybody knows, everybody understands. He sued over 200 people who have fallen short on their side of the agreement. And that's, that's part of it. If you can't fulfill it, don't enter it. It's that plain and simple. Second thing, never sign an agreement when... When, when when that agreement, when you look at it, it isn't what you all agreed to. If you agreed to pay 250000 and it only says 220000 we got major problems with that when it's a publicly traded company if you're not disclosing everything. I just I just had an agreement we, we created for one of my clients who's buying a Great Britain company. It was in detail. Here are the terms. Everybody's going to agree with the terms. We've had numerous calls. I've got another client that, that just funded over $100 million into a current company in the United States, and he's going on acquisitions. Okay, but everything is, I mean, it's to the T. You don't ever get into crap when that's not been taking place. Third, ne uh, never send money to the personal account. If it's a corporate deal, then send it to a corporate deal. Don't send it. If it's a personal one-on-one, -on -one, then do the personal agreement, sign it to the, that's it. Always have the agreement though, because that's what you've got to fall back on. Number four, know the SEC rules if you're doing some type of what would be classified an insider trade. And I'm going to talking about uh, illegal insider trading. I'm saying, well, actually, I guess I am because in this case here, if for any reason the SEC, the internal documents, the 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 uh, operating agreements of of sharing service, any of that states. Hey, we need to have this. We've, we've got to have all this documentation. We've got to file it with the SEC. If it's there and Ricky hasn't done any of that and they haven't filed the, the, the filings, even as an over-the-counter stock, then he, he could be inadvertently part of some type of insider trading deal, whether it's just the company and agreements they have in place with Jordan Brock or SEC rules. So you have to know. That's why you hire competent people to help you out on this. And the fifth one. Uh, don't wait because somebody's telling you, oh gosh, man, I forgot about that. I'll, I'll get that to you. Bro, you don't send $250,000 to anybody unless you got the signed agreement in advance. And if you're, if you're trusting enough to send them the money, you sure the heck don't wait for this. And I see it all the time. I've seen it in crypto. I, I, I've seen a situation in crypto where an individual on his promise to deliver had people send him their coins when the coins were at $3,500 a piece. In the last 12 months, we've seen him go to $20,000, $40,000, And yet these people have nothing in writing to say, hey, those were my coins. See how bad that is? You, you, you cannot take the risk. You have to make sure the paper is in order. And listen, here's what usually happens. When a con of any kind is being taken place, or if you have triggers, emotional triggers, where in the past you've you've had people, uh, it seems like they didn't trust you. And, and this happens. This is where, where we go into a whole other training on shame, but this is where this comes into play. You don't want to come across as not trusting.
So when they say, hey, I'm gonna give you my account, this is my personal account, but, but let's just go there and we'll take care of it. Oh, okay, no problem. Can't do that. I's dotted, T's crossed. Now, this also, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shift gears just a little bit. I've seen something else coming out here and, and as, a, as independent entrepreneurs, as, as independent reps, as anything like that, network marketing, I don't care what it is. If you're asked to sign some type of a uh, non-inducement agreements, what they're calling these, where, where somebody says, hey, I didn't promise you anything, to come in here and you've got to sign off on that. You, you need to be very, very careful on this because you can sign anything and, and you can publicly go out and say anything you want to say. But in a deposition under oath in a court of law, either it, it doesn't matter. You have to tell the truth. And if you are found to be lying then your butt's in trouble by whatever company that somebody just took you away from. Now, this is why in franchising and, and others, they are so careful in this. This is why uh, professional sports franchises and, and fraternities have all these agreements that are there. So everybody knows the rules. If you've got somebody trying to induce you to go somewhere and and and, and you're thinking, okay, yeah, I can, I can do that. I mean, hey, we're on the, we're on the same team here. You best not do that because you have no clue what they may have signed. You have no clue what, what might happen if you get into a lawsuit. If all of a sudden they're sued and everyone else is being sued, it can open up a can of worms. And here's the other thing, and this is probably, this is, this is Troy on his soapbox because I think this is a moral. This is ethical here. This isn't legal or illegal. This is a matter of right or wrong. If every individual that joins a company is basically their own little business model, okay? Their own independent, they're filing their own taxes, they're building their own sales organization. And if you know anything about compensation structures, especially in, in any type of sales organization, then each individual kind of starts that new sales organization within the bigger mother, mother model. Would you want somebody coming in and raping and pillaging and raiding your organization that you work so hard to build? Because that's what's happening when all of a sudden people that are in one company go to a different company and they say, hey, you want to come to us because we got all the goodies and, and we got a special deal for you. Even if it's volume based, I don't care what it is. Would you want that done to you? Would you want somebody coming in and, and basically disrupting your business for their personal satisfaction? That's what you've got to look at. Hey, I'm going to let you guys go. It's a great weekend. We are going out tonight with the guys, and we are going axe throwing. So we're going to have a blast. Live life like it's an epic adventure. Stay dangerous. Stay strong. And if you're a Main Street entrepreneur, learn how to act like it.